We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. the bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. All right, bride, is this better than the other? Uh, I still have to hide a little bit from the light, but we're going to continue in Job and hopefully be able to finish all these today. Okay, so we are learning so much. Right now, we're learning about the suffering of Job, and we're learning about his relationship with the family, his relationship with his friends, and his relationship with God and what pleases the Lord. So today we're going to start in chapter 22 and let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we just thank you so much for this opportunity to study your word, Lord, again. Thank you for how you are teaching us, Lord, in your word about humility, about the relationship you want us to have with you over and over again, Lord. You are teaching us time and time again about it about being honest and everything so lord we just thank you and give you praise right now lord for what you're going to do mold us and shape us and teach us lord in jesus name amen all right so let's see here let's get started in chapter 22 job 22 Then Eliphaz the Temanite answered and said, Can a man be profitable unto God as he that is wise may be profitable unto himself? 
Is it any pleasure to the Almighty that thou art righteous? Or is it gain to him that thou makest thy ways perfect? Will he reprove thee for fear of thee? Will he enter with thee into judgment? Is not thy wickedness great, and thine iniquities infinite? For thou hast taken a pledge from thy brother for naught, and stripped the naked of their clothing. Thou hast not given water to the weary to drink, and thou hast withholden bread from the hungry. But as for the mighty man, he had the earth, and the honourable man dwelt in it. Thou hast sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. Therefore snares are round about thee, and sudden fear troubleth thee, or darkness that thou canst not see, and abundance of waters cover thee. Is not God in the height of heaven, and behold the height of the stars, how high they are? And thou sayest, How doth God know? Can he judge through the dark cloud? Thick clouds are a covering to him that he seeth not, and he walketh in the circuit of heaven. Hast thou marked the old way which wicked men have trodden, which were cut down out of time, whose foundation was overflown with a flood, which said unto God, Depart from us, and what can the Almighty do for them? Yet he filled their houses with good things. But the counsel of the wicked is far from me. The righteous see it and are glad, and the innocent laugh them to scorn. Whereas our substance is not cut down, but the remnant of them the fire consumeth. Acquaint now thyself with him, and be at peace, thereby good shall come unto thee. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth, and lay up his words in thine heart. If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up, thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. Then shalt thou lay up gold as dust, and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brooks. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defence, and thou shalt have plenty of silver, for then shalt thou have thy delight in the Almighty, and shalt lift up thy face unto God. Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, There is lifting up, and he shall save the humble person. He shall deliver the island of the innocent, and it is delivered by the pureness of thine hands. Now, Brian, let me say here, there is so much we could say about this chapter. First of all, I did a note over here in verse 9 where it says, Thou hast sent widows away empty, and the arms of the fatherless have been broken. You know, this is practical Christianity, what he's talking about. I mean, they don't call it Christianity back then, but this is his friend Eliphaz, uh, who is basically telling him, you think you're all righteous? You haven't done this and you haven't done that. So that's one thing we have to... Consider, Brad, is that we have not arrived. There are things we can do better as the church. Or we, there are things that we can do better as, as his people. And so, and he says in verse 17, which said unto God, Depart from us, and what can the Almighty do for them? Yet he filled their houses with good things. 
there is a price to pay to receive the blessings of God. And it says over here, Acquaint now thyself with him, with God, and be at peace. Therefore good shall come unto thee. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth, and lay up his words in your heart. In other words, there is boundaries in God. There is boundaries in his kingdom. There are laws that we have to keep. The Ten Commandments is the first one. Well, Jesus says, love your neighbors, you love yourself. A lot of people just want to leave that. And they forget there's a whole bunch of other laws we have to keep too. And which is love. Thou shalt have no other idols before him. That's love. When you love God, you don't tickle demons. When you love God, you don't encourage other people to serve other gods. You don't, when you love someone, you don't pull them into ecumenism. You don't pull them into relationships that are partnering with other demons. You don't do that. You love them enough to tell them the truth. Okay, and then it says, look at this one in verse 23. If you return to the Almighty. Now let's consider this with Kanye, with all these big preachers out here who have partnered with the ecumenical movement, who are endorsing Kanye, but they're forgetting the main number one thing of Christianity, which is what the church needs to look at right here if you return to the almighty then shall be built up and you shall put away iniquity far from the tabernacle you got to deal with the idols where are the idols being torn down at you have to tear down the idols when you're calling yourself jesus you're calling yourself jesus when you're on Time Magazine and you're portraying yourself as God and you're on interviews saying you are God. There are books called the book of Jesus. He didn't write it. I give him that. But is he denouncing it? No. What about all these evangelicals? What are they saying about it? Nothing. Does that not give you red flags? When you got the king of Illuminati who is saying he's Christian and then he's partnering with all these big evangelicals. Do you not see a red flag here? It's like, hello, people. What, what are you thinking? Right here in all of Second Chronicles, when we studied the kings, that is something that has to be dealt with first. God would say, oh, you want to be, you want to serve with me? Okay, well, you've got to go live and you got to tell everybody you was in there. You are not God. You need to do away with Jesus and any reference having to say that you are God. What is up, people? Okay. And then he says in verse 24, Then shall thou lay up gold as dust. In other words, your blessings will be overflowing. But you have to pay your vows, and you will be able to decree a thing, and it shall be established. When you know the will of God, on certain things, not all things, you'll be able to declare it. And the light shall shine upon your ways. The glory of the Lord will shine upon you. <clears throat> okay, and he shall save, in verse 29, the humble person. The humble. You have to be low because...
because you have to know that God is God. You're not God. All right, let's move on to the next chapter. Job 23. Then Job answered and said, Even today is my complaint bitter. My stroke is heavier than my groaning. Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. I would order my cause before him and fill my mouth with arguments. I would know the words which he would answer me and understand what he would say unto me. Will he plead against me with his great power? No, but he would put strength in me. There the righteous might dispute with him, so I should be delivered forever from my judge. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see. See him, but he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. My foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. But he is in one mind, and who can turn him? And what his soul desireth, even that he doeth. For he performeth the thing that is appointed for me, and many such things are with him. Therefore am I troubled at his presence, when I consider. I am afraid of him, for God maketh my heart soft, and the Almighty troubleth me because I was not cut off before the darkness, neither hath he covered the darkness from my face. All right, Brad, let me tell you this. When he says my heart was soft, what he means by that is the Lord showed me this in a dream that uh, when your heart is soft, that is in repentance. Did you know that, Brad? Uh, the Lord showed me in a dream what a heart looks like when it's, in repentance and it's healthy before God it's pink and fleshy and it looks like this it's beating very healthy but when offense comes in when pride comes in it starts shriveling up and it becomes just like a stone rock hard that is when he says you old stiff neck you hard-hearted stiff-necked person because their heart has become hard and they, they have shriveled up to him. They basically become a hollow tree. Because that's why a lot of people, when they say, Oh, I'll get saved before I die. You probably will not. If you will not make up your mind now. When your heart gets this hard and you're on your deathbed, Bride, I've seen it. Remember, the Lord has sent me to travel to visit people on their deathbed. Bed. I've seen them hard as a rock on their deathbed. There, it's the devil steals. You see, that's where offense comes in. Okay, so uh, something else I wanted to point out is on verse nine. It says, "Well, verse eight. Behold, I go forward, but he is not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he does work, but I cannot behold him. He hides himself." on the right hand that I cannot see him but he knows the way that I take when he has tried me 
I shall come forth as gold. When you are, which I'm going to write about this in my next book about from the pit to the palace. When he tries you and sifts you and burns you and purifies you, he is going to test you. He is going to uh, do just what is happening to Job in a lot of different ways. And no one is ever treated the same. God knows what your hindrances are that keeps you from going forward. So he's going to deal with those roots. Okay, and he says, My foot has held his steps. His way have I kept and have not declined. You have to walk on that very narrow path. And that path is is has boundaries on it. That path has uh expectations which this new age jesus does not believe this this new age jesus says you can just be anything we tolerate anything sin does not even exist the tree of knowledge of good and evil does not even exist anymore that's the new age jesus okay now let's continue here in chapter 24 Job 24. Why, seeing times are not hidden from the Almighty, do they that know him not see his days? Some remove the landmarks. They violently take away flocks and feed thereof. They drive away the ass of the fatherless. They take the widow's ox for a pledge. They turn the needy out of the way. The poor of the earth hide themselves together. Behold, there's wild asses in the desert. Go they forth to their work, rising betimes for a prey. The wilderness yieldeth food for them, and for their children. They reap every one his corn in the field, and they gather the vintage of the wicked. They cause the naked to lodge without clothing, that they have no covering in the cold. They are wet with the showers of the mountains, and embrace the rock for want of a shelter. They pluck the fatherless from the breast, and take a pledge of the poor. They cause him to go naked without clothing, and they take away the sheaf from the hungry, which make oil within their walls, and tread their winepresses and suffer thirst. Men groan from out of the city, and the soul of the wounded crieth out. Yet God layeth not folly to them. They are of those that rebel against the light. They know not the ways thereof, nor abide in the paths thereof. The murderer rising with the light killeth the poor and needy, and in the night is as a thief. The eye also of the adulterer waiteth for the twilight, saying, No eye shall see me, and disguiseth his face. In the dark they dig through houses which they had marked for themselves in the daytime. They know not the light, for the morning is to them even as the shadow of death. If one know them, they are in the terrors of the shadow of death. He is swift as the waters, their portion is cursed in the earth. He beholdeth not the way of the vineyards. Drought and heat consume the snow waters. So doth the grave those which have sinned. The womb shall forget him. The worm shall feed sweetly on him. He shall be no more remembered. And wickedness shall be broken as a tree. He evil entreateth the barren that beareth not, and doeth not good to the widow. He draweth also the mighty with his power. He riseth up 
and no man is sure of life. Though it be given him to be in safety whereon he resteth, yet his eyes are upon their ways. They are exalted for a little while, but are gone and brought low. They are taken out of the way as all other, and cut off as the tops of the ears of corn. And if it be not so now, who will make me a liar, and make my speech nothing worth? Job 25 Then answered Bildad the Shuhite and said, Dominion and fear are with him. He maketh peace in his high places. Is there any number of his armies? And upon whom doth not his light arise? How then can man be justified with God? Or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Behold even to the moon, and it shineth not. Yea, the stars are not pure in his sight how much less man that is a worm, and the son of man which is a worm. Yes, yeah, sorry about that. I had to answer the phone. Okay, but it says here in verse 20, in chapter 25, Then answered Bildad the Shushite and said, Dominion and fear are with him. He makes peace in his high places. Is there any number of his armies, and upon whom does not his light arise? 
How then can man be justified with God? Or how can he be clean that is born of a woman? Behold, even to the moon, and it shines not. Yea, the stars are not pure in his sight. How much less man that is a worm and the son of man, which is a worm. Well, let's go to verse or chapter 26 and see what Job says. Job 26. But Job answered and said, How hast thou helped him that is without power? How savest thou the arm that hath no strength? How hast thou counseled him that hath no wisdom? And how hast thou plentifully declared the thing as it is? To whom hast thou uttered words, and whose spirit came from thee? Dead things are formed from under the waters, and the inhabitants thereof. Hell is naked before him, and destruction hath no covering. He stretcheth out the north over the empty place, and hangeth the earth upon nothing. He bindeth up the waters in his thick clouds, and the cloud is not rent under them. He holdeth back the face of his throne, and spreadeth his cloud upon it. He hath compassed the waters with bounds until the day and night come to an end. The pillars of heaven tremble and are astonished at his reproof. He divideth the sea with his power, and by his understanding he smiteth through the proud. By his spirit he hath garnished the heavens, his hand hath formed the crooked serpent. Lo, these are parts of his ways, but how little a portion is heard of him. But the thunder of his power, who can understand? Okay, so uh, Job basically rebukes and reproves Bildad. So he tells him uh, how awesome God is and that the Spirit came from God and that hell is naked before him and destruction has no covering. And then in verse 11 it says, The pillars of heaven tremble and are astonished at his reproof. This is what our society today just seems to forget is that God is a God of reproof and correction. Like I posted this morning, if you are not allowing God to reprove you or correct you or chastise you, then you're nothing but a spoiled brat because God wants to keep his children in alignment. So he is going to chastise us and rebuke us. Remember, Brad, I've told you uh, many times of how God chastises and rebukes me. He does them in dreams mostly. And he'll walk in my dream and he'll get on to me. And then if I get out of line he'll send a prophet to knock on my door someone i don't even know and say hey uh christy you can't hear me right now y'all let me know if you can hear me i know the sound was off for a minute but let me know if, yeah okay let me know you can hear me okay i did have the sound off for a minute while i had that phone call sorry uh but let's see i done got off track because i i shouldn't have looked i'm sorry um but on the last verse on verse 14 it says but the thunder of his power who can understand oh yeah we was talking about being chastised and rebuked we have to welcome god to be able to do this because 
we want to be corrected. Like, remember last Sunday when I was at that church and he was preaching? He was preaching on love and he was preaching on the cross and what Jesus did for us. And I tell you, Brian, I just ran to the altar. I just ran there because I, I felt the reproof of God. I felt the correction. You know, because sometimes we can let things bring offense and it can, uh, you know what I mean? We can let that come in and sometimes it creeps in. Sometimes pride creeps in. This is why you need your circle of people. When I was in Washington, I had my circle of people tell me, uh, you're getting a little high-minded. You need to come back down and remember who you are. This was in the beginning when I was first there, and I was going to all the balls. And I mean, I didn't even know it. I was just excited about this, you know. And But you need those people around you to keep you grounded, to keep you uh, understanding, and especially when you go into relationships. When you are in a relationship and people see red flags right there, it should be, okay, we need to back off because these people are around you for a reason. And if they tell you this and if you have your leadership tell you this and whatnot, you need to listen to this. And so anyways, all right, well, this finishes it for today uh, on this part, and I will be back soon with the next part.